welcome to the final edition of the first edition of the Fangamer Game Club, where we are discussing Shadows of the Colossus. This is our last week, as I said before, so we'll be going into Colossi 12, 13, 14, 15, and 16, and the ending and what it meant to all of us and how it made us feel. And so, to break it down, we have myself, we have uh, the kind of... Oh, what's, Liz, did you say your name? You no. did, didn't you? No. Yeah, that's Liz, everyone. Mm -hmm. That's Garrett, our master of ceremonies. Thank you, thank you. We have Benjamin... <laughs> Benjamin <laughs> Good job, good job. A plus. Mm -hmm. We have Ilobo, whose Skype name is some fishy thing. And we have... Or you can call him Matt or Matthew or Maddie. He's mm -hmm. not a he's not a picky guy. I know a lot say of cats in my life, so uh... say, say hello, Matt, so people can understand when they hear you talk what you sound like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I don't want to melt your ears with you know my melodious voice, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great. Okay. And we Let's also move. have Crystal, who's last but not least, of course. No, climb has awesome. it. Climbing, Climbing not a, hazard. Not a hazard for her, though. Ben, Matt, All right. and Crystal make up our uh, pro Shadows of the Colossus faction. <laughs> Shadows of the Colossus, They're the Republicans for Shadow of the Colossus, or the Democrats against. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. All right, so what's what's number one here? We're at number 12, mm -hmm. which is titled The Horn-Eyed Gorilla. Uh, who wants to start? Does anyone have any particular gripes with how this fight went? It was the worst fight for me uh, the first time through the game. I probably spent a half hour or more, you know, just trying to figure out how to get on top of its head. That's what I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't catch on that it could, you know, climb up onto the smaller little circle shrines. Right. And I was trying to. I was trying to crawl those. Um, you know, climb on those uh, three shrines that are around the uh, the battlefield and jump on his face. And I'd sometimes. And I'd sometimes get on there. And then I didn't know you could use the crown to control him. So he'd be spinning in circles, and I'd be getting pissed off. And you know, it just took a long, long, long time the first time I I fought him. You don't so know it's... how much happiness that brings me for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that's, that... that's my nemesis. That's my nemesis for Shadow of the Class. Is this is this the one you hate the most then? Till twelve? Oh, I don't I don't hate him. I mean, it probably gave me the most frustration the first time I first time I played through the game. Oh, Liz, you're recording this, right? Yeah, because I accidentally didn't uh, hit the record <laughs> button on hijack on my side, so I don't have the first whole <laughs> intro there. So I'll need ups. I'll need that file back from you after we're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I Good actually thing we have a contingency plan, folks. We're professionals. Yeah. <laughs> yet again, you want another podcast to be out there in the world with me being the really quiet one, where it's I'm like, sorry. Yeah, I have an opinion on this too. <laughs> you Please. just need to get closer to the mic. Okay. My mic is behind my computer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so this right. is a reoccurring theme for me that I don't find that the game teaches you very well how they want you to play it, and well, I don't I don't know if that's a game decision that they made on purpose or if that was just lack of insight. I I play through it and I was in the same spot you were there, Matt. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. I spent maybe 20 minutes just kind of dicking around, swimming in the water, couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. And he, when he shoots that stuff, he does a lot of damage. So I got inc incredibly frustrated on it, and I rage quit uh, immediately. 
and was done for the night and had to come back <laughs> the next night. But it just, I had problems just on the way there. Like, the map wasn't clear where I was supposed to go. Like, you go into that, across that bridge, and it's, like, in a really dark area. But oh, that cave's to, torturous. Yeah, and then I'm like, okay, where am I supposed to go in here? And I, I turned back around, and I didn't see that there's literally another way out from where you kind of came. So that took me another, you know, 10 minutes of wandering around there. And then it's just always a pleasure steering the horse around a bunch <laughs> of freaking trees. So every oh, two seconds, God. he's running into a tree. and Oh, man. And that I wasn't having a good time with that. But when I finally got out there, um, he shot me to death a couple times before I finally <laughs> figure out what to do. And then I, I just, I, I watched the YouTube. I was like, what am I supposed to do? The hint, wasn't, what's the hint they give you? Does anyone remember? Uh, <laughs> it was something really stupid. off the really top of my stupid. head. You can't reach the weak points right now you, or you something. You need to get up higher or something. Play like a better game. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, okay. <laughs> if I had a grappling hook, I'd no problems right now. But, um, so I, I just had a hell of a time figuring out. So once I saw the YouTube, I'm like, I was never going to figure out, one, how to get on his face, and then two, that I could steer him with those weird kind of protruding rock teeth or whatever those were, or the clown, as Matt was saying. I, no, I was not going to figure that out. But um, once I figured that, you know, it was pretty easy going, you know, steering him over there. Um, I missed that jump a couple times, so from his head to, like, the upper platform. Uh, or, yeah, that's where you go. You go from his head to that upper platform, then he kind of, like, goes up like he's going to hump it, and then you jump onto his <laughs> chest, right, and you kind of climb down. Uh, that took me, I don't know, I just, it's not very intuitive, and I don't think that I'm a dumb person, but once I understood the mechanics, I was like, okay, this that was an interesting fight, and I was wondering, was anyone else able to swim around behind him and climb up? Yeah, yes. that's an alternative yeah. way to get there. That was a much easier <laughs> way, in my opinion, just swimming around behind him and climbing up, and like, what, all this freaking get him to come down and put his beard down and jump, no. Not happening. Not having that. Uh, this is the uh, this is the first time I ever swam around him uh, this playthrough, and I found that much easier. I don't. Know, what do you think? If he sees you do it, then it's difficult because he just kind of swims around in circles as you try to get right. around him. But if you, know you dive you underwater, do? it's pretty exactly. simple. Exactly. As I say, you dive underwater very easy. It makes me very happy. He's still very massive, though, so it does get a little troubling sometimes. I did like that. Like again, I love the way they designed the. The, the guys they look awesome like this guy's i like the horns just the, the little details of like all the stuff that's kind of grown on top of them and i love that but it was just frustrating as hell for me but i so that was my experience ben how was it for you man once again i return to my theory of the first podcast we did where i think i have a copy of the game that is like on super easy mode or something because <laughs> i had zero problem with this guy other than like falling down the waterfall the first time swimming to where oh, he yeah, was located, I did located, that too. I did that just too. Just pretty great. I thought you had to get across the waterfall on the other side. Yeah, because like then, there was the moss on the other side, right? Exactly. That, I was like, I was oh, like, oh, I should, oh man. I'm supposed to be over there, and then I I got sucked <laughs> off the edge and I died there. I'm surprised I didn't ride that down. That's probably one of the first. I rage quit on this one a couple times. I, I actually say, threw say my controller like, down on the ground um, during this playthrough. By the way, wow. I haven't done that since Nintendo days. Pretty intense. But I'll get to when I got to that point. Okay, so again, the game bending over easy mode for Ben. Uh, Crystal, how did it go for you? Well, I tried to get the speed run tactic, which is you can actually jump right to his face if you get him to dive down just a little bit from the opening platform, and you can mm -hmm. climb up right from there. But right. that didn't work, so I just swam around him. <laughs> <laughs> is there, if you do it really fast on a normal playthrough, do you get anything? 
Does that make sense, what I'm asking? Like, if you make it this... Can you get something by beating them incredibly quickly on a normal playthrough of the game? Oh, no, I just want to say, oh, I'm okay. pressed for time. Let's just get this over with now. Okay, I was like, that, that mm -hmm. would have incentivized it a little bit more. For you can me. get the uh, you can get items in time attack after you've cleared the game. Right, that's what she if, was if you start If you start the next loop. But I don't know that'll ever happen for me, considering <laughs> I actually technically haven't beat it, but we'll get to that later. Okay, Liz, wait, before you talk about 12... You didn't even get to 10, 11 last time, or did you get to? Yeah, tell. Let's let's hear a recap of your experiences through 10 and 11. The sandworm is 10. Well, I went on to the internet and I searched for Shadows of the Colossus game save <laughs> that you can put on a PS3 card at Colossi like 12, and I downloaded it and I put it on the PlayStation and I skipped those two Colossi. <laughs> that was my experience. Oh, uh, so it was a good time then. It was a great time. It was oh. the easiest part of the game and okay. the most enjoyable. So then how, how was 12? How was the horn-eyed gorilla? I died a couple times. It's, uh... How did that I make did you it, feel? Like... Hmm? How did that make you feel, Liz? <laughs> I, like... I kind of don't even want to talk about it, because it's just... You know, like, how you have the five stages Kevin's of calling you peace? a cheater. That... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Don't, don't Cheaters... even... Cheaters never win, but cheaters never also had to play Shadows of the Colossus. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, with this game, I have gone through the five stages of grief. My first <laughs> week, I went through denial and anger. My second week, I went through bargaining, thinking maybe if I only go through two or three and then skip out on the rest, it will be okay. And then I went into a deep depression where I realized there was another week. <laughs> And finally, I've hit acceptance, where I don't really want to talk about it. I just want to put it behind me and move on with my life. Which is ironic, since I have you here on a podcast to talk about your experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, anything from 12 you'd like to comment on or, or complain Honestly, about? Honestly, my experience is pretty similar to yours, so, like, I could rehash, but... <laughs> Okay, then. I have uh, more to say uh, about the later ones. Okay, so... I don't... It's the swimming I hate. Yeah. I liked the ones that are birds or things that fly with flat backs <laughs> yeah. so those are my we can discuss those actually so that's the next one right the sand dragon exactly. and i really guy, i liked him I, a lot but tell us liz how your experience was with this guy um as usual anything that involves the horse i'm not particularly thrilled with but i thought i thought it was cool like the way the where the wings were ridged on that guy right like how you yeah. could kind of grab yeah. onto them and jump up i thought that one had a neat design so i kind of appreciated that and I fell off once, which was fun. Like, once you <laughs> all that work to get up there and you fall off, and you're just like, why? Why? Yeah. But How did you... was, I, I appreciated that it was flat, and that's pretty much it. Did you have any trouble actually getting onto the guy, though? Like, jumping from your horse onto his little fin? Wings? Yeah, or, or, or so wings. I that's how I needed to do it. It wasn't so bad, but like when I realized like I needed to do like a side jump while the horse was running, it was like, really? Are you serious? This is some Back to the Future three crap. But <laughs> actually, did you guys? I didn't know this. Uh, I was messing around with the buttons at that point, but you can like stand on the horse and ride him. Did you guys know that? Really? Yeah, and you can uh, swing on his side know. as well. Wait, you can what? Really? You can like let uh, go on his side. And what practical application do either of those have? Because for me, I was just like, oh, this looks cool. I'm surfing a horse. But that was it. <laughs> I don't know about going on a side, but I know if you stand, you can use that for time attack. Ah. 
Oh. I do like um, getting the horse up to full speed and then just jumping myself backwards so the horse keeps running and it's like, screw you, buddy, I'm leaving. Just <laughs> keeps running and he's like, wait, where did you go? Well then, okay, so the one thing that I have on my notes is that when you beat 12 and at the beginning of 13 they finally start showing those people like who are coming to find Wanderer, I assume. The mask guy is what I call him. And I, I, I put in my notes, he looks like the creepy dude from Spirited Away. Uh, the, the guy who has the mask and he eats, he makes gold, but he eats people. You guys know what I'm talking about? No um, face. No face, yeah. He looks like that guy. And so I, that kind of freaked me out. Um, and that's and then immediately after is when I discovered you could stand on your horse. And that was pretty cool for about two minutes until I found a tree that had fruit on it. But the limbs were over a vast chasm. So you would shoot the fruit off and they would just fall <laughs> off into the chasm <laughs> and I was, it was just, to me like that is what this game sums up to me it just makes it hard to love mm-hmm. you know those sorts of things like anyway but I, I actually really enjoyed this fight I had a really hard time steering the horse to hit the fins but um because I, I mean I would jump off and miss the fins entirely but um I liked the mechanic of having to shoot him down and then jump on his back and stab the glyphs um uh, you know, it was okay. I, it took me about three times finally to, to get up on top and get all the glyphs off. And um, But this is also when I discovered the whole max damage thing. Like, if you, like, I know that you could, like, let him kind of, like, wind up his attack, but then he makes, like, a little noise. Is that to signify that he's, like, this is the most damage I'm going to do? Is that what that is? So. Okay. When you, like, so. hold down square and that their grip meter, like, lights up, that's well, to charge he goes, down. Whoop. That's when I'm like, oh, okay, that's the time. Hit the button. <laughs> when he starts throwing up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So I just figured it, like, I never heard him make any noise, but I just figured it was whenever the the bloom around the grip meter couldn't get any whiter. Okay, is that right? Because that's what I was just asking. Does anyone know? Yeah, that's like a charge tab. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, I don't really use the uh, interface in the game for anything useful is what I've Well, learned. that's the radar. Why would that charge? Exactly. That's the weak point it's radar. Weak point radar. <laughs> and you know what? It's really hard to find the weak point later in the game after getting all those uh, the, the tails off the lizards. It ne- I never beeps. So, um, Actually, you know, the lizard thing was a great tip because that is one of the few things that made the game really tolerable for me because at this point, my guy had so much grip that I really didn't have any trouble holding on to anyone unless it was dire circumstances which i'll get to a little bit later but um i liked it because it was like an airship boss i thought that was cool you know it reminded me like of an airship in like final fantasy and um again though the horse controls were still just really angering me a lot throughout the whole section you know i jumping on the horse never works when i want him to i have getting on the horse is my oh this gives me a pet peeve and then him running into rocks and other stuff just and i'm lining it up perfectly and all of a sudden there's like a rock or something he hits and it just but trees you were talking about him running into trees and stuff in wooded areas i know he can auto run through canyons but does he is he not smart enough to auto run through groups of trees like does no. he tree see a tree and he's just like oh no yeah no he's kind of like oh i gotta run into that like, yeah, I, I like seem to have that issue, like, too. Uh, he does, yeah. I can get the auto run on the canyon stuff, but on the trees, just bam, yeah. running into trees left. Hey, it's like he specifically targets every tree. He's like, oh, I missed that one. I got to ram my head into that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, Matt, come on. Give us some redeeming oh. stuff. <laughs> For uh, Colossus 13? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a good fight. It's probably my favorite Colossus, but not fight because, you know, it's not really aggressive in the least 
it, it does make you feel like a terrible person to, uh, oh, you know, to kill point. it. Yeah, it's just minding its own business. And here we go, just killing it, you know. <laughs> I didn't feel that bad. <laughs> that's true. I guess I, was... I, didn't, I didn't feel that danger because I didn't really ever feel like he was trying to kill me. And maybe that's also why I really enjoyed the fight a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. Okay, so I, you made up an interesting point, though. You said this isn't your favorite fight, but it's your favorite Colossus. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a gorgeous Colossus, and it's, you know, flying yeah. through the sky and all that. It's 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 cool, but, you know, it's not aggressive in the least, so it can't be my favorite fight, per se. Well, yeah, what was your... Have we already gone past what Colossus is your favorite fight? Um, Probably f- uh, 15. Okay, so we'll get to that one, and you can talk uh, about it a bit more <laughs> in greater detail. I don't detail. like 15. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, well, then, before we get into, you know, moving on, Crystal, then how do you feel about the sand, or not, is that what he's called, the sand dragon? Yeah, sand dragon. Uh, the sand dragon phalanx, yeah, something like that. Uh, actually, 13 is my favorite fight, and he's oh, my favorite okay. colossi in the whole game. All right. Is it just the design, or the whole fight, or anything in particular? I guess it's the design, the fight, how you have to shoot those air sacs and ride on aggro, and I had the most amazing glitch when I played this time. Oh, yeah? Apparently, I was I shot his air sacs, and then I was riding towards him by his wings, and then suddenly I get hit with a blast of sand, and by a miracle, Wander is standing on his back perfectly. I don't know how it happened, but it made my life easier. <laughs> okay, good times. All right, so... So, Ben, tell me how the game has bended over backward for you. Did he just come out of the sand and just die at your sight? <laughs> he just kneeled down and he was like, Ben, I want to be with you. He <laughs> just played some buddy music. You held onto his fin. You guys were, like, running through the sand together. And just music. He brought me, like, straight to the 16th Colossi. It was yeah, a good time. He's like, here, I got a trick for you. I, this guy's a jerk. Just jump on his head and stab away. I got this hammer for you, buddy. <laughs> That would be fun, actually. Okay, no, but no. How did it go for you? Um, I'm agreeing with these guys. Favorite fight slash colossi in the entire game. And it might be because um, I was at a friend's house. I went over to a friend's house, and I wanted to show them the game because I thought they'd be interested in it. And I had my friend play the first colossus, and then uh, I took on this one. And it was really awesome to, like, have people who didn't really – who have never really seen, like, climbing giant dudes in a game before, like – there was just like a lot of encouragement and a lot of like awe yeah. in like watching it happen. And like, it was kind of like a team experience. It's like, Oh man, shoot the air sack, shoot the air sack. And like, I don't know. It was it confirms very, my buddy theory about the game, if nothing else. <laughs> right. Well, and it's also, you make a interesting point that it, it's a good game to look at. And that's what I've kind of realized is that I would really enjoy watching someone play this. I don't think I would ever enjoy being the person to play it again, but maybe it's just me. <laughs> Okay. So the YouTube experience is all for you. But, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, continue on, Ben. Yeah, um, Crystal had mentioned something pretty cool in the thread. I don't mean to, like, steal her thunder here or anything, but she didn't mention oh. it earlier. About how, like, oh. the fight was, like, sort of a decent combination of um, all the skills that you acquire during the game. Like, uh, riding aggro and, like, shooting oh, the bow. Yeah. While riding I see that. Having to jump on, like... I know Liz didn't have too much fun, like actually, like riding aggro and all that stuff, or you get it, but um, or I just found it really went on his back, <laughs> right? Like I found it like amazingly exciting, incredibly satisfying to like ride up to the guy and like jump onto his wing, like that was like the coolest thing in the entire game, which is weird to say, but it was just really exciting. I I can completely understand 
being able to have that feeling, there's just so much in it that makes it difficult for me to ever get to right. that point. But yeah. no, because like, like I said, there were moments of that kind of clarity. I was like, oh, this is really cool. This is a good time. But they were just so just a myriad of problems and things that made it hard for me to enjoy. But I'm just interested that you guys, this is seems to be a collective or a real favorite. And, you know, if I had to say a favorite for me, it was actually the, the one in like the Coliseum uh, that mm. climbs up the walls. I like yeah. that one a lot. Cause it's kind of the first time to me that the game takes a different mechanic and a, like a different way to fight the Colossus. And then I also really love jumping off the edge and down onto the guy. I liked that a lot. <laughs> But anyway, that's just me. So, uh, okay, fourteen, the lion. The one you just talked about. <laughs> the lion. Uh, okay, I didn't really. See, I thought he was more of a warthog-looking kind of guy to me. I figured he was like a boar. Yeah. 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 The he had, lion. He had lionish movement, but he did. didn't really too much like a lion. He looked like a boar. Anyway, okay. Any, who wants to start? Is anyone this? Is anyone this their favorite fight or they the most hated fight by chance? It was. Um... You go, Ben. It it probably would have been my most hated if I didn't have friends around. Because, <laughs> like, it was a real puzzle for us, like, trying to figure out how to do this. Like, we just ran around and got, like, completely brutalized, like, over and over again by this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, that like, was crap. Because every time he hits you, yeah, you take if you, so If you're hit once, you're done. Up. Yeah. You're was, absolutely oh, done. Like, I had been messaging Crystal. It's like, how can you get up quickly again? You said, like, spin the I think the that's control crap. The like, I don't yeah. think that works I was, like, at all. That like, tr- that, rotating, that's just to make me feel like I'm doing something. I think this doesn't work at all. I don't think either, but, you know, it makes me feel better. Like, okay, this has to work. No, but, it didn't like, work for me. Yeah, we had dicked around long enough that we got the uh, hint from uh, Dorman. Which, what and was it was like, hint? climb up on a tower or something like okay. that. And, uh, well, it was something about height or whatever. And we figured that, like, oh, like the tower thing he jumps off from at the very beginning so he spent like 30 minutes trying to climb up that thing until it just you to death over there right basically yeah like Like, it eventually hit like crevices in between like the columns but that didn't work yeah what were you gonna say a a thought occurs to me just now if Dorman, or if that's the guy's name really like clearly as we know from the end of the game he was definitely invested in you taking out those colossi if he really cared, why would he give such garbage hints? Wouldn't he be like, okay, first what you want to do is you want to get up on those pillows. You got me? You're going to tip them over one by one. Keep up with me, kid. Let's do this together. Like, he cared as much as he made it sound like. It's stupid that he'd be like, um, you should get high. You know what I mean? Well, I think it's also because he's an evil a yeah. Dick. yeah, he's a bad guy, and he's just like, now am I gonna make fun of him while he does it? I mean, he's there like MST3K in this thing. He's got his other god buddies up there watching. Him. He's like, let me give him a stupid hit, Get a fire. and all his buddies like, oh, look at him fall again. Oh, it's great. Considering the real world, generally, like the world these people live in, were not a game. I think it would have permadeath. I think he would want Wander to not die, so you'd think he would kind of like give him a little guidance or be like, right. here's a gun. <laughs> I think more that in his godliness and that he lives to an internal time, he's probably like, eh, there'll be someone around in a couple of hundred years or so. Uh, it'll be fine. I can wait. All right. That's fair. That's Good. fair. It's funny, though, yeah. man. My experience was very similar to yours in terms of I thought they wanted me to climb up that, that where he started. I got mauled mm-hmm. at at least three or four times. I don't know when oh, I when I figured out like that I was supposed to start climbing the uh, the surrounding area. 
but you know, I, I figured, well, they built all this geometry in the game for a reason. There's, I'm mm-hmm. probably supposed to be climbing all over it. So mm-hmm. I started making my way through, and then I found the actual kind of tower, the col- column dropping was actually cool. I, I like that whole part. Yeah, of that was cool. On, and then um, getting to the next one, that was cool. Yeah. Like, the way I figured it out is, like, I had run out of options, and, like, at this point, I was just like, I'm going to jump on this thing right here because he might not jump up and get me. And he didn't. And then I realized, like, oh, hey, I could jump onto that thing. And then I did. And, like, the second you start doing, like, the whole, like, domino effect with the towers, absolutely amazing. Like, I I don't know if it was just the way we did it, but, like, uh, me and my friends had just been, like, we were, um, like, jumping, like, straight off the top onto the other one, like, not waiting for one of them to fall. So it was just like, oh, yeah, we're totally awesome when we weren't. But it was, <laughs> it was still exciting. It was exciting. Well, the other thing, I mean, ah, that whole when he hits you, when he constantly rams at you and you can't get up fast enough. Yeah. That you're done. Just, I was so... Oh, if you're so, in the corner, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, you're, yeah exactly. Yeah. So when you get to the knock down the last pillar and you're supposed to run from the last pillar and kind of climb up that almost ladder-like wall. You know what I'm talking about? I did that part three times. I did the whole basic level (laughs) three times. As soon as I get to that part, I would only make it to the second rung before he'd come by and maul me to death, and then I could never get up, and I could never get back. And that was just frustrating because i'm like i know i don't need to get much further than this This i mean i can tell that like the the lamp above me is like oh this is gonna crack and it's gonna fall on him and that's gonna break his armor and i'm gonna jump on him and i'm gonna kill him and it's gonna be great um but it's gonna be great a a good done (laughs) yeah a good strategy me and my friends had found is like um there's in that final area after like you knock the wall down like, there's, like, a little crack in that room that you can fit through, but he obviously can't. Oh, yeah, I went there for a while thinking that's what I was supposed to do. Then I started pelting him with arrows in his face, and he didn't like that, but he also didn't do anything. So that was kind of right. another 20 minutes wasted. It's satisfying, but, at least. Yeah. I, I wanted him but, uh, dead. It wasn't very satisfying. You can use yeah, little when, columns in that room for a brief reprieve as well, I think. Yeah. I had to do. See, he caught um, me the first time I broke the wall, and he, he got me in the corner, so I died. So... <laughs> I had to yeah. I had to play I had to play it uh, kind of cautious the next time. Yeah, you think that the third or fourth time I would have really figured that <laughs> out, but no. And I that's just my summation for it was just finally broke his armor and killed him. Miserable hour and a half getting lost on the way there and the fight. Sad face. <laughs> <laughs> um, as I was as I was saying, just to finish the thought yeah, I was on, like um, once you go through that little crack thing, like. Sometimes he'll just, like, completely, like, since he can't come get you from where he is, he'll just run around, like, the long way around. And then once he's, like, on the other side, like, where he can't immediately get back into that big room, you just jump through the hole again. And you have time to do whatever you want in that room before he gets back. Really? Every time I tried to come back in there, he was just right there waiting for me. Just right there waiting. And as soon as <laughs> you, you go just, in, you had to run around and, like... <laughs> Miserable. Okay, so, Crystal, is this the one you said you hated the most? Uh, no, that's the next one. Oh, okay. How do you? I'm pretty. About this I'm one? pretty in the middle about fourteen. Okay. I mean, it's not my favorite, but I don't hate it either. It's like okay. It's cool. Top and columns. That's yeah. cool. It had been brought up in the thread as well. I'm sorry for talking so no, much no, about. No, no. The thread like, is important because we should probably yeah. talk about that and the chat room too. I mean, we love having. We gotta get to the ending still too. Yeah, we got man. a lot. <laughs> we got a lot to go, man. Be, no, but go ahead. What you're gonna say, Ben? Express about trips. how, about how apparently um in development like, this. Like, there's 11 and 14, which are, like, drastically similar fights. 
Thanks for jumping my uh, post, Ben. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Like, there were other people, too. It's there fine. No, 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 you take it. Go, people are going to hear it. You do go it. ahead, go ahead. No, 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 it's your turn. Ben, you can go. <laughs> okay, fine. All right. Jeez. Just how <laughs> in development in the game, uh, like, the 11th one didn't exist. It was just the 14th one, initially. What was the in, 11th one? The, uh, the fire bowl. one. With the stupid fire stick. Oh, the bowl. Because it's so damn dark yeah, in there. That right. was, uh, yeah, that was a... Yeah. Huh. And is there a reason why or do we, why that happened? Do we know? I honestly don't know. I just... That, that uh, what is interesting because it's basically the same as the lion fight, more or less. I mean... Except the lion one's fun. Yeah, I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the lion fight a little bit more, but the other guy, I could get up after he hit me. And so I'm still going to be higher on the list of not the most miserable experience I've ever had. So That was probably my least favorite. Right. 11 was. All right. But... Does anyone else any have any thoughts on the lion? I just thought on the lion that um, playing it again, it's, uh, it's a tense fight. And so I appreciate it uh, to play it again. Because, uh, just bringing back 11 again, doing this thing with the stick in the fire. You know, doing that the second time is uh, it's not as entertaining or satisfying as doing it the first time and a lot of, a lot of these guys you can only fight them the first time once right but right. uh for, for 14 he's still a very tense fight uh going back into it so at, at least you know you get a little bit of that uh, sense of excitement or exhilaration back because yeah, you don't want to get obviously don't want to get caught by him and he's he's fast and he's jumping around and all that so i mean at least i appreciate that about him going back into it that it was a, a good fight basically it was a difficult fight yeah well, that, that he's aggressive and, and all that, you know, he's he's out to kill you. So there is a uh, a bit of tension there, and that's, you know, appreciated on a repeat playthrough. Yeah, it is interesting because a lot of them, you're right, I've never thought of it from that angle that some of the colossi are aggressive and some mm-hmm. of them are very passive. Mm-hmm. And I haven't thought about that either. I, yeah, because I'm more raging about how I've gotten killed <laughs> for the fourth. So it's actually going to be just straight so, aggressive. Yeah, straight up. So actually, the difficulty rating that we found online for the lion is only a five. That's interesting. Bullshit. And then it puts the Sorry. tortoise as a seven and the last one as an eight. That's interesting. Well, the, I would. The tortoise put, is frustrating to flip, though. It's probably right, but after he's in I don't. Know. <sighs> I don't even know if I agree that as difficult, but that kind of gets I a little beyond where we're at. Okay. Any more thoughts about the lion? I felt good to kill him. That was my. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one is fifteen. The Minotaur Sentry, and this one um, I got lost again. I, that's like the theme of the final part of the game: just getting lost over and over. I just spent so much time wandering around. Uh, but he looked really cool. I, I liked his. I'm look. drawing a blank on what this dude looked like, even though I know I like just did it. Good I can question, picture. I don't know what he looks like right now, but that's what I wrote down. Colossus looks rad. <laughs> figured out the lower platform thing. Oh, that dude was down the left side at all. So I had to. We're talking about the dude with the brands in his hands. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I'm remembering. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in like that. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, actually, this is why I take notes because I'm like, I'm not gonna remember all this how I felt at the time. But that's the one where you have to use his like the hooves to knock up the, the slab and then use that to kind of climb up on the mm-hmm. the, the, the side wall. Yeah. So I yes, had a problem where yeah. you couldn't, at least as far as I could tell, if you did it on the left side, 
you couldn't actually climb that side. Like if he knocks things there, it doesn't knock anything down for you to climb up and get higher. Did anyone else try going on that side? Left as in when you're first coming to the Colossus from the beginning. It's actually uh, not dependent on um, the left or the right. It's actually how far you went into, how far you are into the little, I, I want to say, city area, for lack of better terms. Really? Because there's only a specific spot where you can jump up. It's like this little crevice where like there are right. stairs leading up. Right. Anywhere yeah. else, it's just like whatever. You're higher up. Good right, job. Right. Right. No, no. But when you get up there, what I'm saying is, you know how the second kind of phase is. So first phase, you got to get up to the lowest platform. So he stomps with his hoof. You climb mm. up the the thing and jump up, and then from there you kind of have to get him to knock the the pillars so that it drops right. some stuff for you to climb up. What I'm saying is, it wouldn't do that for me on the other side at all. <laughs> It did for me, but I mean that. that like says I actually it's possible, tried because but... I, I did. It, I got up on one side. You get up on top of the bridge, and I'm like, "All right, he's gonna come underneath, and I'm gonna jump on." And then he freaking breaks <laughs> the bridge. And I fall down. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so then I like okay, oh, go no. on the other side and just get back up, and then I couldn't get all the way back up on the other side. So I was like, "Oh, so you can only do it on one side." That seems really a jerk thing to do. That you could only climb up one side of this symmetrical city. Or whatever it, you want to call it, but did you guys need both bridges, or did you only use one? I only use one bridge. I only use one. one. I I used both because I thought I had to because I didn't too. know the second spot was on his hand. Oh yeah. Like I was... thought I had to do something where he broke the second bridge or something, Me so too. I did that. But it's like what I, I ended up using both bridges, and I got knocked off both bridges both times, so I had to climb <laughs> up for a third. Very time professional. Before. Yeah, I, I'm pretty good at the video games, and uh, but you know what? I wanted to let you guys know this. This is how long I fought him for. I got one fifth of his his health gone with just arrows. Jeez. Wow! <laughs> just arrows. That's how long it took me to finally get up there. Because if you're at like the middle platform kind of area, you can still you can kind of shoot his head with an arrow. So I kept mm-hmm. aiming for the head, and so every once in a while, one would hit and maybe do like a little like sliver of damage. And uh, you know, after a good forty-five minutes to an hour of that, you know, you'll you'll get him down. I was like, the only way I'm going to beat this guy is if I arrow him to death. That's just going to be the biggest joke. I'm going to get to game club. But yeah, so fifteen had to kill with the arrows. What was that about? Anyway, so yeah, I got up. I finally, I actually did have to use a, a video though after I got him all the way down, but he had the glyph went away. Because I didn't, I was like, well, okay, what do I do now? And I didn't see there was one in his hand, and I didn't understand how to get to it since I, you know, there was a weapon there. And then I saw there's a little tiny weak point on his back. I was like, ah, freaking game. But I feel like that was me being impatient. I probably would have, if I had just watched him for a while, I would have seen it. Because it wasn't that hidden. I mean, if he walks around, you can see it. But that was me being impatient. My opinion on the way to play this is to watch the YouTubes beforehand and then go in knowing exactly what to do to minimize hassle. Yeah, I didn't do it. I, I tried to be hardcore and play it how it was. And I did not. I And I got incredibly frustrated and had a miserable time with it. But All right, so 15, what do you guys think? Uh, it's Ben, you were saying a little bit. Matt, you have any uh, opinions on the Minotaur Sentry? I, I love this fight, like I said, because it's, you know, it's using the whole environment and, you know, he's, he's pretty aggressive <laughs> again. Yeah. And he can, he can span the uh, little hallway there pretty quickly, so he's always on top of you. Yeah, it's just, it's just I a, like that. It's just a great fight if, if everything's going your way. I mean, when I fought him this time, I took a long time for him to, uh, to put his hand down for me to, uh, to get on it. Oh, I had yeah, to, it took a while. I had to too. jump around like a fool to get him to do that, so I... I was getting kind of frustrated that he wouldn't try to punch me, but 
Did anyone else I'll, have problems? Did you have problems getting into his hand? Like, I couldn't figure out that. I didn't know I was supposed to grab on to his hairy palm. I thought, I'm like, okay, do I shoot it with <laughs> arrows? Do I, I went up there with my sword and just hit it and it kind of bounced off. I didn't understand for quite a while that, oh, you need to jump into his hand and hold on. Yeah, I didn't see the fuzziness in his hand the, the for a little while. <laughs> I do think I he should be able to squeeze his hand, though. That'd be, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be irritating. Wait, like, hold his hand? No, the crunch like his fist. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. You did. I was like, this is a bad idea. I'm going to get inside this guy's hand. He's just going to crunch. Yeah, I'm sure. Over. But... I was wondering if he was going to do that, too, but he didn't. <laughs> All right. Crystal, any, any any opinion on a sentry here? Uh, 15 is usually not my favorite because you know the part where he has to like smack the column wall to make the debris fall down? Oh yeah, very familiar with that part. He never does that for me. It takes me like a million tries and I'll finally do it. I'm like, where do I need to be for this to work? And I just haven't figured it out after all these playthroughs. Yeah. So thank God for the speedrun tactic, which is where you just, when he slams his fist down, you can just grab onto his knee and then launch yourself up. Like, yes. Wow. You you got this game down to a science. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's like a, a Gandhi level of patience to me with this sort of game. Anyway, uh, any other final thoughts on the Minotaur Sentry? All right, I'll take that awesome silence as a let's move on to the final boss, the Titan. I have a thought on the final boss <laughs> Dude, that I'd like to is. get out. Oh, let's hear it. My final thought was, as I finished up Colossi, I think I said this in the Fangamer chat room earlier, but as I finished up the second to last Colossi, I thought, what do I think this game is going to do for a last Colossi? I bet since the only way this game knows how to make something feel epic is to make it big, I bet it's going to be like a tower that you have to climb that is so massive in scale that like the monster itself is the tower. And you'll be like, wow, this is so big. This is really the culmination of all of the previous events in this game while I climb for an hour. And sure as hell, that is exactly what I got. So of Titan Tower. Eco for being really freaking predictable. Yeah. I, 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 okay, so I'll tell my story and everyone can laugh at me. So I had to get through pretty much 12 through, not 12, I think it was 13, 14 through 16 last night because I wasn't going to get home in time to play it at all. So I had to finish the game last night. So I started about 8.30 after coming back from the pub and I'm playing through the game, going through it, having a terrible time. I get to 16. I'm getting along the way, and I can't figure out where to go just to get to him. God, that is the worst. And I, oh, I'm so frustrated. I'm like, where am I supposed to go? And I thought they wanted me to go back to the first guy because that's kind of where the beam shines. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, great. I'm climbing up this freaking wall again. All the memories. Let's come back down memory lane. So I climb up the wall, get up the top, and then you can see the body of the Colossus you had killed. And I didn't, I had never gone back and seen one until right then. Oh, I was I like, they were there. I was like, whoa. And he kind of decomposed and he's still there. And I was like, huh. Ew. That's a very, yeah, they're kind of like, it's like kind of going into the dirt. And but at that point, I was, again, okay, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. I'm. It's like 1130. I have to go to work tomorrow. I, I'm YouTube. Where do I need to go to get there? So I look it up, and there was a guy on his YouTube who had essentially done the exact same thing I did, but he was doing it to try and be more philosophical and talk about, you know, 
oh, look how different Wanderer looks. And so then he kind of zooms, I don't know how he does it, but like zooms in on Wanderer and he says, look, his hair's darker. And he it's looks dark. And, stuff. and I was like, is he? I was like, I can't really tell. I can't, the PS2 graphics are not, there's not high enough fidelity for me to tell that he actually looks different. Did anyone else notice that he actually changes or is this just that guy reading too much into it? I have he actually changes. On the forum. So he does yeah. change? Yeah. He posted it on the forum. Okay. Cause I think I, I have a comparison image. I found someone uploaded a long time ago where it's like, oh, this is Wander in the start of the game. This is Wander really? slightly dirty after four colossi, and then it goes on. Yeah, it changes, but it's one of those things where the entire game is various shades of green and brown, and Wander is various shades of peach, like navy green and brown and so as he's changing his different shades of brown it's like i'm not really impressed with this transition because i can't see it yeah no i agree so i couldn't even find my way there um so that was really frustrating um but then because i was looking at that youtube video someone had made a comment about the horse and it was just all i saw is that they had talked about him i go oh that means the horse (laughs) is gonna die and I was like, oh, and I felt like, oh, oh spoilers. And I'm like, oh, man. So I get to that point where you, there's like a save shrine and then the bridge that you have to jump. Mm-hmm. But I see that there are stairs leading up to it. I'm like, oh, there's no way is going to be able to get up these stairs. You can't ever get upstairs or anything that's difficult to get up. So I just run up and jump across the bridge. <laughs> and the bridge falls over and I die. And I did I'm that like, five times. <laughs> I'm like, thank you, game. Thank you. <laughs> So, so like, it won't let you cross it without aggro? Yeah, that's a lesson learned. Can't cross it without the horse. So then I get the horse, go across and jump, and then you do the whole scene where he throws you off his back, and then he falls, and he screams. And that, I did feel <laughs> bad, but it wasn't because the horse died. I felt bad for aggro, or not aggro, for a wanderer. I felt bad for him because he was just it's like, man, how much worse can this be for this kid? <laughs> I mean, really? <laughs> He's getting tentacled left and right. That probably can't feel great. He's freaking climbing, getting tossed. He's getting beat up. All and, and the worst part is, I can't identify with him. I don't know why he's doing this. I know he wants to bring Matt the girl, but there's no narrative in there that tells me why this girl is so important to him. So I can't uh, commiserate with it. And so his horse dying, I could, even though I the horse pissed me off. Couldn't steer the horse. He was really sad, and it was just sad to see. Anything for animals like that makes me sad, so I had to hug my puppy because I was just like, aww. aww. I, so, I laughed, but I felt bad for laughing. Because as the horse died, I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, death to horse, but I but felt then you felt bad. bad. Well, at least you have some of a soul, Liz. That's good yeah. to hear. Okay, so that – but it didn't really linger very much for me because – this is one of those places where I feel overall in the game, the narrative is very poor, and it makes and it could have been so much more impactful of a game. He should have had to, he should have wallowed in some pity. He should have cried something, instead yeah. of just cutscene ends. He doesn't, he doesn't react. I mean, he reacts in the moment, but he keeps going. And I know people will say, "Well, that's because he's so dedicated to his cause." I'm like, no, give him something, right? I mean, the whole yeah. game, it's just him and the horse. It's supposed <laughs> to be a real impactful moment, and it. It just like that. I mean, Tom Hanks cared more about the volleyball. Yes. Floated away, and passed away. It's like the same thing, but he's like, "What else? Now?" And Wanda was just like, "Oh, that sucks, buddy. Peace." I don't know. What do you guys think? Wanderer's death at that part. I, I thought I you guys would complain about like how the way he calls for aggro is like the same exact sound. Yeah. Like, he calls him normally. I didn't that, yeah. but I didn't really. 
After heavy rain, that kind of crap doesn't really bother me. Like, <laughs> overused bad voice clips, I'll live. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. This guy in the chat, Valron, says, I blame the evil monster slash ghost that's possessing him. Okay, <laughs> that's, I'll give you that. That seems like a cop-out. Well, it is. That but... is a cop-out. That's a huge freaking cop-out. I could see it, but it's a cop-out. Because I, I just, I don't know, again, they could be building such an impactful narrative throughout this entire experience, and they have the atmosphere for it. They just don't have the... The little anything, any sort of cut to story. I mean, you don't have to use words. You can still use no. images to do it. But uh, okay, Matt, come on. I think argue against. Okay. Me. No, well, I know um, you've got an opinion. Well, because the arrow wouldn't want you to, you know, wallow in pity and you know fall off the cliffs in your uh, throes of crying. The you horse know. would want us to move on. Is what yeah, the horse. Saying. The horse wants you to move on. Arrow's a great friend. And he's why he sacrificed himself. He's, he's, he's for been you. through so much for you. He he wants you to. Gosh, you know, he wants you to rescue. Feel even worse, man. If the horse wants me to move on, then why can't it like move more than five feet without running into something? The horse is the very <laughs> definition of hindering progress. He doesn't want me to move on now. I suspect. Yeah, I don't. And that. The whole lack of explanation, I, I kind of come to this, and uh, I was discussing it with Dan, that maybe this is just an East first West cultural sort of thing. Like, I'm expecting more from this narrative than what the Japanese developers would would put into it, that this is enough for their culture and that they like That's that ambiguous. True. You're talking about yeah. the people who made the various Final Fantasy games, <laughs> the kings of exposition. I don't think you can say it's cultural it's at all. terrible exposition. I'd say it's, um, I'd say it's a very, very arcade-like mentality because you, you've got a purpose and you've got a direction and that's all you've ever needed. I mean, we played through a lot of games before that. You just you know take it for granted that you're going through this level. You're killing dudes and then you kill the boss. And it's just basically the same thing here. But because it's a 3D game and it's set in a 3D world, you know, you're, you've got certain expectations that you're going to have this and you're going to have that. Hmm. But if you put aside expectations, it's a bit easier to immerse yourself in it. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think that the, I think the ending is, is a bit better if you, uh, if you put aside your expectations throughout the entire game. Yes. You're going with really low expectations. It's not so bad. I don't think that that would have. Maybe. maybe No, it's not so much low expectations, but if you're expecting, you know, a magnum opus story or you're expecting NPCs or things like that, you know, if you're expecting certain conventions to show up in in every game, then uh, Shadow of the Colossus probably won't gel completely. Yeah. But I mean, if if it had all that stuff, I mean, you'd have to change the scope of the game and you'd have to change. You know how it plays out. Uh, I think it lose some of its identity. Yeah. So I mean, it is it is a flawed game, but I can forgive it some of its transgressions because it does have its own identity. And yeah. uh, and you know, it's not it's not for everyone. But uh, if you do immerse yourself in it to that degree, it can be you know a great experience with so, with or without uh, a lot of exposition. Hmm. Well, we'll talk a little more about this idea when we kind of get to the very end and the, the last kind of cutscenes and everything. But so I get across, I jump and I climb around and I see the huge colossus. And I'm like, all right. I kind of expected something like this uh, huge, tall. And then he starts shooting crap at you, missiles, and it knocks you like <laughs> super far back. And it takes me a while to figure out, okay, I got to kind of use cover and get close. I'm like, man, I wish this were uh, Gears of War and I can do my like run up to the wall and just have it do it for me. But he catches you outside of that cover. It's just game over. So um, I finally get all the way up to him, climb up, 
And I'm like, oh, now you're giving me multiple tips on what to do? Hey, thanks. Where were you for the rest of the game? <laughs> God, dude. That would have been really great to like have multiple part tips. And so I get up there, and I stab him in the back, and I jump on his hand. And this is where the game turned completely done for me. And I was, I was, I, uh, that's the end of it for me. I get up on his hand, I'm climbing up, and just as I was complaining with that boss earlier in the game, I get caught bet- like on the inner part of his elbow, and the, the camera just becomes unusable at that point. I am looking all, it's like looking in his armpit, looking off the side, and I can't see the geometry well enough to climb, and because when the camera angles change, what becomes left, right, and up also change, and I could not get out of that position, and I fell all the way down to the bottom again. And at this point, it's like midnight or something. So I climb back up there, and I get up again, and the same thing happens again. And I threw my controller down, and I turn off my PlayStation, and I went to bed. <laughs> and, that was it. and then I had a dream that I killed him. And, and I, when I killed him, I decapitated him somehow. And then his huge head came off, and he shrunk down to the size of Wanderer. And then we fought. Like we battled, and then I a headless him. colossus. Right? No, no. He his head shrunk down into a colossus the size of Wanderer. Oh, okay. And then we battled, and I stabbed him through with my sword, and he pulls out a shiv and stabs me in the face, and we both died. <laughs> and that was the dream I had, and that was the ending that I think this game could have had that would would have been more satisfying for me than the actual ending, but. I watched the YouTube to see through how it ended because I didn't have time to go through. I actually came home and tried doing it again, and I, I did, I died again. I was like, I don't have any time to do this. The, the show's going to start here in 20 minutes. I got to go. So, the ending. Who, who, who wants to go first? Liz, you wanna? Did you make it through to the end? Ah, uh, YouTube the ending. <laughs> okay, we'll move on then. Crystal, did you defeat the final Colossus, the Titan? Yes, I did, and I need to talk about that speedrun tactic because that is the grail of Shadow of the Colossus skill. So what is the speedrun tactic? Because I'm not familiar with this. The speedrun tactic of the 16th is you don't go under the tunnels at all. There are no barriers. (laughs) There is a very specific path with very specific timing that you need to do out in the open to get right under the Colossus' legs in like 40 seconds. What? So you tried that? It is impossible for me. I can only go so far. <laughs> how long did you try for? There were like, I don't know, how many steps were there, Ben? Like seven steps to get there, and I can only do step two. <laughs> yeah. And like, the steps are dumb. Like, you have to step in like this one area. It's like, oh, there's a shadow of a rock. You need to be somewhere around there. You it's have dumb. to run along this blue line. Yeah, there's a video on YouTube. It's like <laughs> Dodge Run Tutorial. And it's like, you have to run along this specific blue path. And if you get anywhere beyond this boundary, you're dead. I'm like, great, I love this game. If you're not running or rolling, you're dead. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I agree to that. Okay, so any other major gripes with the, the ending or, or things you, you know, enjoyed? This moment of clarity when you stabbed him in the face and you're like, yes, or I don't know. Yeah, always tackling that 16 Colossus always feels epic to me, though. It won't be the same as, like, your first time, though. It's like, oh, my God, this Colossi is huge. I have to climb forever. And then, like, I'm like the fourth time around, it's like, okay, this is still great, but really? not with the same emotion. Like, so I just found that it was too easy to climb up him. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, like not that I had fun usually when it was hard to climb up a guy. I'm just saying that I didn't find that an epic last fight. Because 
it was mostly a dodge his bullets, get to the end, climb up, and then if the climbing, you know, wasn't such a, it wasn't that hard. I was like, oh, I, once I get to him, I can climb up pretty easy. It was just climbing up his freaking armpit and all that, that that gave me a hell of a time. So, um, all right. So Ben, did he just bend over? Did he put his hand out like elevator style and you walked? He in? didn't. Uh, it was actually a rough time. Like you had mentioned earlier about how rough, your meter was so awesome that uh, you never had any problem. I definitely did with grip here, <laughs> like trying to climb around his freaking hand. It took yeah. me a while once I was like, once you get onto his second hand, like I didn't know you had to shoot him in like the shoulder or whatever. I completely forgot I had a bow and arrow. So <laughs> it, it took a while. Hand. Yeah, I was- I have to give was, you that uh, dormant style. <laughs> you did, it was pretty vague. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Wait, what was the hint that you gave him? You might have something you can use to hit him from far <laughs> I think away. I said- Remember, Remember my yeah. arsenal. And that's what I told him. <laughs> oh, that's nice and vague. Yeah, that yep. is pretty vague. It's a, it's Remember a dorm. Remember stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the only other item that you have. <laughs> the vaguest possible hint would be if it just said, Remember, remember, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> The 5th of November. Uh, I, that probably would have helped in some sort of way, though, because I obviously forgot, but whatever. All right, um, so you get up to his face. How was hanging on to his skull for you? I, it was all right. Like, it was pretty easy once you ran out of grip to just run over to his shoulders and, like, re regain your grip for a little while. So, like, after I got onto his shoulder, it was it was good times. But um, bouncing off of what you said earlier about how you expected it to be more of an ep epic fight, I was, like, halfway expecting midway towards, like, climbing up his skirt or whatever that he was, like, in a break free of it in, like, yeah. some, like, huge thing where, like, he was yeah. running around. Well, we were going to walk around the entire map or something. Yeah. <laughs> no. well, maybe not that far, but uh, something like that. Yeah. But right. it did. But so it was Matt, still pretty fun. Yeah, I was hoping for at least a second phase after taking out his head that he'd, you know, come out of his, uh, come out of his tower skirt and chase you around a bit, but... You know, he's he's a bit on he's a bit underwhelming once you finally get up to his um to his sigil. He's a, he's pretty underwhelming at that point. That is merchandise we should make. The sixteenth colossi tower <laughs> skirt. Yeah. It could be like a kilt, so it'll be really nice. Utila Tower Colossus Skilt. Anyway. Alright, Matt. So the final boss, uh you said you, you felt pretty epic about it though, right? And climbing up him. Um yeah, it, it was good to me, at least the first time. Uh, if you if you fought him again, I mean, if if you're when you're fighting him again, uh, it's not as and not as much fun, obviously, because you know where to jump and and how to dodge his stuff. Well, I don't dodge it; I just go under the holes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he, he's not he's obviously not as good the next couple times through, but uh, he's still pretty fun. Uh, I do wish he had a bit more potency, but in in, in a sense, uh, it, it kind of sums up the game, where really fighting the Colossi is all about the approach, and then. Once you get on them, they're they're pretty much prone. Yep. And uh, I I was hoping I was playing on hard mode this time, so uh, I was hoping Gosh. that he'd have some more spots or be a bit more aggressive or, or something like that. But he was he was pretty much the same. I can't and imagine uh, this game on hard mode. I, I, uh, it's 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 not they much. They just disable different. half the buttons. <laughs> Random. There's a, there's a few more a few more weak spots or whatever, but it's not that not that much of a difference. Oh, they replace right. aggro. Well, also, if you get stomped, you die in hard mode. Yeah. Oh Wait, yeah, I got gets... I got stomped. I got stomped and, oh. and took a lot of damage in hard mode. And 
I actually died on the, the first Colossus in hard mode because I uh, I fell off and he, he stomped me. So. Damn. And I died on yeah, the sixth. Yeah, stomps are stomped. instant kill in hard mode. It's like... Man. Okay. Anyone else have any last thoughts about the actual fight for the last Colossus? Well, did anyone think it was really odd how mechanical-like the last one was compared to the others? Yes. It was a little weird. It looked the like char- a Mario Galaxy boss. Yeah. The character mm. design was... was vastly different and i expected because of the mechanical nature that when you're climbing up him you get to these spots where it's almost like he has hinges or like holding them together and i shot at him i hit him with my sword (laughs) thinking that i need to break off his armor and then like i'll climb up his body and stab him or something but after about five minutes of that yeah okay i got the picture it's not gonna do anything climb up his body instead of this incredibly convenient thing with rivets all over it that you, you know like <laughs> in, in the the 1.0 version of that boss he had a escalator actually just going up around his body so <laughs> I thought you were going to say he had an escalade like he was just <laughs> driving around being like oh <laughs> uh, yeah okay so the game the game ends you, you stab him in the face you see the uh the crowd of uh, what do you call those guys that were the the shaman and his his little buddies his Amon and his shaman buddies <laughs> and they show up and they're like what have you done and da 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 and <laughs> i i really felt the ending overall was was a bit i i, I didn't like it i didn't hate it put it all out man i just uh, i i want to love this game and it's just the ending was the last spit in the eye kick in the shin uh especially the i want to miss let's go straight to the very end what the hell? Little baby? <laughs> what? So, Surprise! It's a prequel to a game you haven't played. Aha. That's how baby is formed. So, yeah. is, is that the... Yeah, that's how we make babies, everyone. Babies are, are born through killing Colossus. <laughs> yeah. okay, so, that's what I was thinking. Is like, so, is, is this tie to a game I haven't played then? And that really made me even more mad. Okay. Yes, children with horns are related to eco. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not like it's a direct sequel, though, is it? It's just it's it sets prequel? up that whole reason as to how, uh, how why Horned Boy is sacrificed or whatever. Does, does he have a name? An eco? Yeah, is he eco? Is that... eco. Okay. I don't know. I played about ten minutes of that game, and enough. Of that. <laughs> I feel the same way as the Mega Sixty Four guys do. <gasps> and then she comes over. <laughs> They, they actually really like that game, though. I'm sure they do, but I the way they <laughs> interact on the YouTube is how I feel about it. So, um, so I, okay. So, what do you guys think the meaning is, though? Not because of it being a prequel. What do you think the symbol? This what they're trying to say as a story that this guy goes through this entire quest. He kills all these guys to bring back this girl, and he essentially is transformed into evil and he's gullible and taken over and then he kind of dies i guess in his i don't think he was i don't don't think he was so much gullible i mean he does have obvious obvious changes through the game and he is getting you know the tentacles stuck in him all all through the game i don't think he's you know often la la land thinking it's going to be really you don't think "Hmm, something's afoot i just got tentacled that wasn't part of the deals. <laughs> that wasn't. He just said, "Go kill them." He didn't well, say anything about how I'm gonna get. You know, yeah. Well, well the, the beginning of the game, though, Norman not, did not say, tell you to, yeah, the price to pay." Yeah, yeah. There's a heavy price for whatever, Bubba. 
technical porn is the point. Well, I, I guess I guess he's just <laughs> devoted, and uh, after stealing the sword and taking off to the Forbidden Land, it's not like he can just casually walk by and say, you know, oh, it's my bad, I don't want to do this anymore. It's <laughs> really cool. <laughs> that would be the Garrett director's cut of the game. My bad, guys, just kidding. Sorry about that. I'm going back home. You want the sword back? Here you go. I'm tired of getting tentacled. Okay, but what do you guys think the meaning of the kid basically what being is he reborn is is that did he die and something else is left behind what do you think in that the girl even comes back to life what do you guys think well first of all i was surprised that she came back to life at all I yeah it was i was too i was like oh, he double dicked him over he doesn't have that power i was surprised she came back too okay but it is, what do people think about the actual like I mean, what is it trying to say? They have to be trying to say something with that. I mean, I I've, I know enough about that culture that they're not being quiet about. Is it like a circle of life thing? Is that what they're trying to say? Uh, I don't know. What well, life goes um, on, and everyone I've, has the opportunity to be forgiven for their sins. So this baby will grow up and perhaps work to undo the transgressions wander committed against the fabled colossi so it's the whole son takes on <laughs> so the sins of the father thing so it's yeah. the whole article you're reading off the internet right now nah. <laughs> I was just, i'm being emphasizing my voice or not emphasizing my voice so that i could properly reflect how truly bland that ending is Yes, Liz. Let's, let's have at it. Tell us about your experience in the ending. Uh, my experience with the ending was I liked it a lot better when it was the ending for the third season of Sailor Moon, when Sailor Moon <laughs> sacrifices her life to save Sailor Saturn, and Sailor Saturn returns as a small baby, and Sailor Moon is brought back to life and raises the baby. <laughs> so, the crap already happened. Oh, I wonder which one of those came first. Yeah. I think Sailor, Sailor Moon did. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, that's it's way like too good. like granddaddy of anime along with DVZ. Oh, that's pretty good. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, when I saw that ending, I was like, wow, there's more Japan people being reborn as babies. Big surprise there. Okay. What about, Matt, redeem it for me. What, what, oh, what am uh, I missing? What am I not thinking I, about? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's been, <laughs> been summed up. But may, maybe that's, you know, that's uh, the only man of humanity Wander has left at that point, and when the doorman gets mostly taken through the the, the portal, oh. most of his perverse humanity gets taken through too. I mean, I'm, t- I'm talking in my arse there because oh, I that's fine. I'll take. That. I, 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 never we... played, I haven't played Ico, so I don't know how it ties in. But I mean, uh, that's just a shot in the dark there. I have to say, Ico Game Club far off in the distance. <laughs> that's how safe this point. Well, yeah, finding a copy of the game isn't exactly easy either. That's true. I can't. I can't find it for less than a hundred on eBay. So. Um... Did you know it was sold at tax for fifty dollars? <laughs> oh, serious? Yeah. Really? Box. God. All right, Ben. It's like paying a hundred bucks for like, uh, what's the ac- acupuncture? Like you're paying someone to put needles under your skin. That's how I'd feel about paying for Ico right about now. All right, Ben. Ending of the game. What do you so, got? like, are we specifically talking about the baby and what it means right now, sure. or just the whole no, ending? The ending, in general, wanna, I guess. If you don't want to talk about babies, don't talk about babies. Because uh, I honestly know nothing about the baby. Like, I was talking to Crystal, <laughs> and, like, she said uh, it was, like, a reincarnation of Wander, but I, it never said that, so it could be some other baby. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? She was pregnant. Wanderer was pregnant. Wanderer sure. was a girl the Dorman was pregnant. Yeah, something like that. You know, the hair. He was rocking that. I don't you know. don't know. Whatever. It could have been. But the <laughs> ending in general... I mean, it was aggro's baby. 
That's why Agro comes back all sheepish. He's like, hey, I uh, we got a like, problem. When Agro came back, I was a little happy just because I was like, oh, the girl isn't going to be by her freaking self here the whole time. Mm-hmm. That would really suck. I mean, I was like, how much more can they make you just depressed about how this game yeah. is gone? At least now the girl has come back to life and she is all by herself <laughs> <laughs> in this entire world. There's no way. There is no food. And if there is food, it's the fruit. And you hope better not be on the side of a cliff because you're not going to be able to get the food. It's going to fall off into the ground. Or the poison fruit Kevin was talking about in his forum post. Is there really poison fruit in this game? Serious? Like, I'll yeah. talk about that in a bit, actually. Okay, well, yeah, all right. I'll okay. leave that to her. Go ahead, but man. I'm sorry to interrupt. That, Go ahead. The ending in general, I feel like a bit of the outcast here. But I loved everything about it. Like, maybe that makes me someone who hasn't read a whole lot of stories or whatever. <laughs> but, like... It was watched a lot of Sailor Moon, <laughs> or watched a lot of Sailor Moon. <laughs> but like, it was really tragic, and I loved that. Like, while like the I like downer endings, I guess. Wow. But well, no, that's fine. There was a, a lot of uh, you know a lot of Shakespeare and a lot of uh, the, you know tragedies ended in tragedy back in the day. Now I guess <laughs> that is so the definition of tragedy. Well, we're so accustomed to a tragedy <laughs> having something at the end that is redeeming. I guess for me it was just. I couldn't accept a tragic ending because I'm like, come on, give me something so that I can love you, game, something. Mm-hmm. And it just gave me a little baby. Honestly, for me, like, this is what made me love it. This, Like, the ending made me forgive every problem I had with the game. Wow. Which wow. makes me feel a little thing? uncultured <laughs> saying. Yeah, Even well. ending gave you an easy mode where it showed you a different <laughs> thing where everybody's happy. And they're like, Ben, we're so happy to see you. We're all alive. We love you, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that's not what happened? No. Um, oh crap! I'm on fanfiction.net. What? No. Um, there was a lot about the ending that like made you think about a lot of things. Like there was a lot of like conflict. Like one thing I found really interesting was uh, when Wander, when he uh, first transforms into the giant shadowy Dorman monster, mm-hmm. they give you control of him. Yeah. And like, I don't understand why because. We weren't dormant this whole time. We don't want to kill these people. Like, oh, really? at least me, me personally, I understood why these guys wanted to shoot down Wander because did he you... wasn't himself anymore. He was turning into dormant. That's funny because I thought they did that because the the guys were going to take the sword and kill you, Colossus style, and that you were now going to get to experience what had been you had been doing to everyone else. Like, I, I would have like, been okay with that, right? I felt like that was something they probably intended. But they couldn't do that. I just because it had all the feelings of that, but then they just didn't do it. And then they end the game with him like, like being sucked into the vortex Ghostbuster style, and he's just <laughs> trying to run away. I'm like, really? How much more can you torture this kid? Now he's got to run away, and you give control back to the player when they're they're just stuck. You really want to rub it in, huh? Rub that salt into the wound. Fast enough to get the good ending. <laughs> right, you get the Triforce. Was... And you run fast enough. Continue on. Yes. Then. You find all the uh, moblins and everything hiding out. Yeah, but, um, some stones. Yep. But um, about how it gave you control, like your motivations as the player, at least to me, I didn't want to kill those people. So I found it interesting why they gave me control. So when I got control, like I didn't even think to chase after the dudes at first. I tried to approach like the altar where uh, Mana was lying because I was like, okay, maybe I can do something with her since... That's what Wander really wanted to do. Even though he was a zombie, like in that scene where like he like pulls the sword out of him. Yeah. In like his last bit of energy, he still tries to reach for it. And I found that incredibly moving. I did. I so, did that too. Yeah. 
so that's what I wanted to do when I was the giant guy. But eventually they all ran away. They dropped the sword. You know, when you're getting sucked into the vortex, what I found really heartbreaking about that is like how it almost tricks you for a second that you can like run away from it <laughs> and get distance before you tumble backwards and like lose half of your distance. And like you can just keep doing that. And like you can like hold on to things and like it actually makes it seem like you almost have a chance, but that you don't. It's it. I don't know. It was strong for me. No, and I guess that is a very much a good summation of like what the game is. It is a tragedy from the beginning. Have you seen that movie, Five Hundred Days of Summer, by chance? The only reason I bring it up is because the way they start that movie is, blah 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 blah. This may look like a love story, but it's not. This doesn't have a happy ending, and they set that tone from the beginning. And you watch it, and you have a good time. I almost feel like I wish someone had done that for me. Garrett, this is not a love story. This this <laughs> is going to be a really sad ride, but it's a, it's a meaningful ride to experience. And I still, even though I didn't beat it, and I am not going to go back and beat it. I, I Watching the YouTube was enough. I'm not mm-hmm. going to subject myself to more of this at this point. But, yeah, I don't know. Okay, Ben, any other thoughts? I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, I think that was it. I just really, really loved it. And it... I don't know. It was right. my cure-all for the annoyance of the middle of the game. <laughs> All right. So, Crystal, any final thoughts then? I've always found it to be a moving ending, but at the same time, like, very bittersweet because you really don't know what happens to them after the end. I mean, she's like, oh, a random baby. I'll just go up the stairs, but the bridge is broken. <laughs> but obviously, somehow, they escape because there's a line of horned boys as revealed in Eco. So, you really have no idea what happens to them after that. Hmm. I mean, I've heard some theories that the bird you watch in the ending represents freedom or something, but I'm like, that doesn't make sense because <laughs> yes. there's too much crap there. Especially thanks to how, like, uh, just getting on a very quick tangent, like, w- during that final shot where the bird's flying away, like, it's all happy and sunny and everything, but at the very last second before it fades, it gets really dark and stormy. And that's <laughs> got to be a symbol for something, but I don't know what. Like so they maybe you it's an illusion. Ninety-nine cents. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's an illusion to uh, Eco about how like the horn baby will lead to like all these kids being sacrificed or whatever. But like Probably. it was just really strange. Yeah, the horns were pretty much like a symbol that Dormant's essence is still around. Right. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Does anyone know if by chance if like this game is actually trying to mimic or tie into some sort of Eastern uh, mythos and? and that sort of thing or is this just completely original non unborrowed ideas maybe that's kind of like is there some primer of what they're trying to emulate this idea and it's just a cultural difference because we don't necessarily have that kind of creation story for a, a evil god named Dorman which is Nimrod backwards so, <laughs> so it is <laughs> the way I feel about playing I feel like Nimrod uh, okay, any uh, other thoughts or things people wanted to get off their chest before we start wrapping this up? Well, there's some stuff I wanted to go over if you actually play over the game, unlike Liz. Well, let's, yeah, no, I mean, this is a podcast for the people, not for just me mm-hmm. and Liz, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, you should talk about it. Um, well, if you actually do replay the game again, there's, like, a bunch of things you should take note of. Like, for example, like, the amount of shadows after you defeat every Colossi is also equal to the amount of doves that appear around Mono. I did notice that. I didn't have any... I was like, oh, there's some doves up here. 
Uh, and also, uh, Ben, was, after he said he played the first Colossal, I gave him this friend. You do notice there's a big difference between Dorman's voice in the very beginning mm. of the game and the very end. Really? Very much so. Oh. At the very beginning yeah. of the game, it sounds like he has two distinct voices, like a male and female. Oh, yeah. But by the end of the game, he sounds like he has a very male voice. But you know that voice you hear after you say Colossi, that white screen? Yeah, and the... you're like, oh. It's a very female voice, so... <laughs> it might symbolize something. Some people, I mean, I've heard people just call that Mono's voice, though. Yeah, that's what I always thought. I thought it was yeah, them I've... tempting him that, yes, you're getting closer, she's coming back. <laughs> Or the commentary is she's she's telling him to stop. She's seducing him from beyond the pale. (laughs) I'm so hot. We could be together if you just kill another Colossus. I'm laying here right now. I don't even need to wake up. (laughs) Bring me diamonds. Okay. What? I mean, there's like some other miscellaneous things if you actually explore the overworld like for example you can actually climb up to the top of that garden where she walks up to in the beginning of the in the end of the game oh okay oh, that's cool there's like some yeah there's a long long distance of moss and one of the sides of the shrine and you can climb up that and you can just reach the garden and from there you'll see you'll see some fruit and if you eat that you lose health that ties into something really interesting that uh, Kevin mentioned in his thread. It's like so maybe I'm the ending at it right isn't now. as yeah, like how like what does that mean for Mono and the kid? Like if they're in that garden full of poison fruit, that's not very happy. I well, I heard a theory. It was about like eating the fruit up there makes you closer to human because mm. if you think about it, you always get more health and grip every time you defeat a Colossi. The same time you get more essence of Dormen. Hmm. So you're saying that the, like the creatures and the fruit of that land, make you more because it's cursed land apparently make you more evil. Right, and then the fruit in that secret garden, quote unquote, makes you more human. <laughs> the oh, secret cool sense. garden hangout. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. The quad. <laughs> the quad. <laughs> that's where your girlfriend is. Of course, it's the quad. <laughs> I like Varen's <laughs> theory here. They eat deer. I like that theory. <laughs> <laughs> they do see that little Bambi thing. I'm like, hmm. They're just eyeing it. They're like, hmm. You look tasty. Agnes <laughs> over there like, I could probably just sit on it and take it out, man. Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any other, do you have any other things to th- consider, Crystal, going through the game again? Uh, there are other, like, other Easter egg things. Like, it, there are three big hawks in the game that you can actually jump and Klingon and they will just what? fly around. What? <laughs> there were yeah, there were like I don't know what the three specific points are, but I think there's one in B four of the map. And if you stand on a rock and you just wait for the hawk to swoop down, you can jump and then hit R one, and then you can it'll fly around with you. Can you like get on its back? Oh no, you're just hanging there for dear uh, life. <laughs> so if you fall, you're dead basically. Yeah. Does it take you anywhere like? <laughs> cool or it's just a fun little thing to do it's just or? a fun little thing to check out look at this great overworld wow, i don't know maybe maybe it's that. worth mapping out their path to see if it like takes you straight to some colossi uh colossi or something it's, it's a speed run thing <laughs> there you go <laughs> so that's another thing so when you beat the game it opens up what options because <laughs> i have not done that uh just time attack and hard mode okay yeah and then time attack it's, is that literally just boss rush mode? 
Uh, yeah, you just, you start off in the Shrine of Worship, it's like a regular game, but then it says if you pray in front of the statue, you can go into time attack. So wait, but does that mean <laughs> you still have to ride out there, or does it just, is it, no. is it, a, so oh no, you know those statues, the statues in, the shrine. In, the, in the Shrine, you can just walk up to them and pray in front of them, and then you enter time attack mode. Oh, the ones that you broke. Yeah, the ones you break. Wait, oh, you can still pray to them after you break I them. See. Just need to Not know. Not like the save strands. You're talking about the ones that break after you kill a god. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You go in there and that will let it's you just squares. time attack right. that one. Yes. Oh, okay. And then that that's how you get items. Yeah, after every two you get a new item. Okay. That's cool. All right. Um, any other final thoughts? And uh, I, to sum up the experience of Shadow of the Colossus, let's just go around the room once. Let's start with Ben. Your final feelings, thoughts on the game, what you want to leave people with. Um, I really loved it. It has earned its spot as like one of my favorite stories ever, and I am really excited to play Eco eventually and to play the third one whenever it comes out. The what's a new one? And the Liz and the and the face That's Liz is making me feel awful. <laughs> the face what? I'm making is like, why would you? How can you say this to me? <laughs> Uh, what was what's the new one called that's coming out? Uh, the Last Guardian. The Last Guardian. Okay. Well, I'm hoping Where they're gonna go? have they're gonna have their um, controller uh, their control scheme figured out by that point, and it'll be because that was one of the biggest things they tried for me. But okay, um, Matt, sum it up. Make us feel yeah, good. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorite experiences on the PS2, and um, I think this through the ending where you see all the uh, the corpses of the Colossi that kind of sums up my feelings about the game. Because you know you're you're killing them dudes, and you know yeah, sometimes you feel really bad about it, and they look absolutely miserable when you're, you know, going through the credits. They they look, you know, miserable, and it's it's a real <laughs> real shame that you've that you've killed them. So I mean, I I like it, but at the same time, I always feel bad about go killing even the guys that are out to get you. It evokes so some it's, feeling it's, within you, yeah, which is a good it's, thing. It's a, it's a different it's a different kind of game to play, and it's a different kind of feeling than I that I guess I, I like. You know, I like bosses, and I don't mind mind killing them. But that's one of the few games that's actually made made me care about uh, about the bosses, right? So oh. I thought it was pretty cool. It's either them or your girl, man. <laughs> it's true. Well, she already died once. Why should she get a second chance? All right, we're gonna <laughs> skip to Liz. Liz, sum us, do you want to sum up with just a face how you feel about this? No, game? no, I'll do a legitimate summary. I can I can see why people like this game. I feel like it takes a certain kind of person to really appreciate what this game has to offer. But when I look at the things I enjoy spending my time on and my money on, like my favorite movies are Crank and Die Hard. My favorite games are like uh, Final Fantasy and God of War. And this is not something for me. There's no character development or interaction or like anything of any substance like there's there's it's all very subtle and i'm not really interested in subtlety in entertainment some people are like i feel like i would rather see it as like a well illustrated children's fairy tale than as a game because you can get the same thing out of it with nice illustrations and 15 minutes of reading than you can with the playing through of it in my personal feelings so it's a, i guess it's a good game it just wasn't for me and it never can be all right, Crystal, your turn. I still, this is still one of my favorite video games ever, probably. I just love the rush that you get when you slay Colossi. I love the environment. I love the music. 
for me, it's an all-over enjoyable experience, and I guess I'm Liz's polar opposite on this matter. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so my final thoughts are Shadow of the Colossus, I wanted to love you, but you made it so hard. Why you make me hit you? Why? Why you make me throw my controller on the ground in deep frustration? Just I, what would have really redeemed this game was either having a stronger controls or having a tighter narrative and really pulling at the heartstrings more when they could have because there was just so much opportunity to be telling a story with not that much more effort in my opinion that would have grabbed people like me who are on the fence who I can definitely see Liz's point of view that this is not the kind of game I would normally play well no I take it back this is the kind of game I would play but I have I look at it as entertainment and I want to be having a good time and I just didn't have a good time through so much of it that I couldn't I couldn't get beyond it and I, I, I it was it started off crappy it got good and then plane crashed down for me and and I honestly I'm not going to be playing it again I am and I am the most stunned person here about that because all of the hype all the people talking about it the way they love and revere this game I'm like wow there's no way I can't not like this and I this is probably the first time I've ever felt like an outsider in that sort of pool because I usually agree with that. Like, if the game is... Certain people like a game, I'll probably like that too, but I don't know, maybe I'm just getting too old for for a crappy camera and cap, crappy control. So. All right, that's what I got. Uh, let's let's say goodnight. Thanks to everyone for being on the cast. Uh, thanks, Matt, for coming in. We, it was good to have your, your very apt opinion on many of these things and, and bringing in a, a definitely a different point of view that we, we appreciate. So thanks for being on, man. No problem. And uh, thanks definitely, Ben, having you back on and hearing you the whole time. Good times. <laughs> yeah, none of this. And Crystal, I appreciate your sage-like advice throughout this game. <laughs> it was no problem. Uh, it was grounding force. It was appreciated. Yes. And Liz, my buddy, I'm glad that we both felt the same way about oh, this game. Oh, thank God. I would have felt miserable if I was the only one who did uh, That's exactly how I felt. Like, when I first started playing the game and before I had checked in with you, I was like, oh, we got to cancel Game Club. It's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. Okay, so, uh, so that'll be kind of the end of the discussion for the, the show. I just want to talk really briefly for people here to talk about the next Game Club. Uh, we will be starting up with... Uh, well, Liz, go ahead. What are we playing next time? We are playing The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask, the best of Yes! A good game, a legit... Liz and I agree on this for once. <laughs> so, we'll be starting up uh, this week. Uh, me and Liz are going to do a little work here once we're done recording and get up another thread uh, like we did with this game on what the schedule is to play through. I think right now we're looking at four weeks. We'll, we'll talk about it a bit more and we'll figure it out, but maybe three to four weeks. Um, now... If I say it, it might jinx it, but I'm going to say it anyway. There has been discussions in the, the Fangamer um, office uh, chat and our weekly staff meeting that people around the staff are very excited about Game Club, and they have a lot of really cool plans for it. And that's all I'm going to say for it, but there might be some cool things coming outside of the podcast related to Game Club and it going forward that should excite and entice those people who enjoy Fangamer and what we do. So Will you mail us to games? <laughs> no, not quite, but uh, you know, at the outside, and it'd be exciting too. Yeah. So anyway, there'll be 
keep an eye out for, I think we're going to try something with Majora's Mask to kind of test the waters. We're using this as a playground to try new things that we might not have normally done. So, um, yeah, I think that's that's about it. Uh, definitely join us next week. Uh, same time, same bat channel for the first, whatever it is, for, for Majora's Mask, which you can get on... Uh, virtual, virtual console, console n64 or there is a gamecube disc that was like a pre-order bonus so if you're lucky enough to have it mazel tov but i don't think it's too easy to get okay i would suggest not getting the gamecube version yeah i've heard it i've heard the gamecube version and the virtual console version both have trouble emulating the expansion pack which is very weird to me but oh really because well, well especially the gamecube console. version yeah, it, the GameCube version is by far the worst. The the VC one's okay, but expansion pack games, like, for some reason, emulators don't really know how to emulate the extra power that the expansion pack gave. I don't understand the mechanics of it, but it's a commonly heard complaint. Hmm. Okay, well then, let's close up shop here. Thanks to everyone in the chat room for joining us. Thanks for Liz for being the pretty face on the Ustream. Thanks to everyone joining us in uh, on the show, Ben, Matt, Crystal, you guys and have been great. Thanks to everyone who's actually made the first uh, first ever Game Club Fan Gamer podcast go really well. So, <laughs> all right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.